0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. I'm the host, Angelo Blando, and this is just this is that's it. You know, that's the intro. I don't have any cool like theme song yet. There's no fucking boom boom kunst, boom boom kunst, boom boom. There's nothing. You know, I don't have any dubstep fucking The Kicks and Giggles podcast with Angelo Blando. It's just. It's just me. It's just my voice, and I'm going to worry about that in the future. Maybe I'm going to get a cool, like, theme song or whatever. But it's like, dude, I'm not a fucking WWE wrestler. It should just be you turn it on and I'm talking. I'm not a big fan of the intro music thing. Um, You know, first things first, I want to talk about uh, post... Okay, I'm recording this on April 27th, so if you listen to it and it's the 30th or the fucking 3rd of May then that's my fault. Okay, that means I'm I'm a fucking lag. Um, but Post Malone just released its album last night, and dude, it's so fucking good. Okay, I just, I have to say this, I know everybody's posting pictures of it, and there's a lot of buzz right now, but if you're somebody that didn't want to listen to the whole thing, and you just want to hear the good songs, okay, Paranoid is a good song, Blame It On Me is a good song, and um, I think, I don't know. And Zack and Codeine is a good song. Um, the fucking worst song on there is probably Ball For Me, only because Nicki Minaj, I just, I think she's trash, okay? She's better than Cardi B, but I think Nicki Minaj, uh fucking trash. Um, the other worst song on there is that's that Sway, Sway Lee song, which I don't understand, is his name Sway Lee or is it fucking... Ray Schremmard. Because that's the same person, right? Or is or is, the, is Ray Schremmard... <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking say his name. Is Ray Schremmard only when he's with the other guy? Because there was two. I don't know. I think that's a conspiracy theory. That that Sway Lee is, really isn't Ray Schremmard. Or they are the same person. Or they're just different people. And I, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But... Maybe the mic's too loud. Am I too close? I don't know. Um, yeah, the Post Malone album dropped. I'm a big Post Malone fan. I'm a bigger fan of him as a person than his music, but at the same time, I like 90% of his songs. So if you don't know who I am, I'm a 19-year-old from Chicago. Uh, I sell shoes, and that's, that's kind of all I have going for me. Um, if you know my Instagram is, Angelo underscore Blando. If you follow me on there, you probably know a lot of what I've done in the past... I don't know, two years. Um, I've had a ton of huge celebrity customers come my way and I've been able to meet with them and hang out with a lot of people that I look up to or that are just fucking huge inspirations in my life. Um, and I'm gonna list off a few of those guys. Maybe you'll catch one of their names or you'll know one of them. Um there's Burt Kreischer, Chris Delia, he's a YouTuber. Dan Levy, Sam Lerner, Not Sam, Ron Funches, Skate Maloli, uh, there's, there's a ton of people that have just been, that I've actually hung out with, and you know, I actually want to back up, um, a lot of people, when I have talked about doing this podcast, I've had hundreds of messages from like younger kids asking me, like, you should tell about how you got to meet everybody, and like, Talk about how you sell shoes, and what do you do to make money from it, and how is it your only job, and all this shit. First of all, it's not like I make fucking $75,000 a year, okay? It's my only job, because I'm 19, and, like, I live with my dad, so I do make really good money from it, and I can travel, and I could do a lot of things that I'm very thankful for, but... It's not like I'm some millionaire fucking loaded guy. If I had to pay my own rent, I would either have to really, like, double down on sales and fucking, like, live, breathe, and eat sneakers. Um, Otherwise, like, as of right now, it's just, it's comfortable. I'm very comfortable with it. Um, And I'm 19, so I don't feel like I have to fucking move out yet. But... You know, it, it might happen in the future. So you've probably seen, if you, if you know who I am already, going into this, if you know who I am, you've probably seen the videos of crystalia and Burt Kreischer and all of those guys talking about me. And um, I'm very thankful for them. If it wasn't for uh, Sam Roberts and Burt Kreischer, I probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Um, they really, like, I always wanted to do one, but I just was fucking very nervous. And it was kind of the same thing with YouTube. Uh, with YouTube, I was just very nervous and I don't know. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to make videos because I wasn't even worried about what people thought. I was worried about like, what the fuck am I going to do? Which is kind of what I've came to now. I've made a YouTube channel and I've done like eight videos. Um, I did them every week for eight weeks, I believe. And I got to 500 subscribers, actually 490. Um, but then... I just fucking, I'm not very creative, you know? I can't think of like 50 million different things, and uh, I don't know, and I just, I guess I don't, the truth is I really just don't want to do it because I'm a lazy piece of shit, you know? But I like to sugarcoat it with all of these other reasons, but I don't know, man. YouTube is much harder than, they, than it seems to be. Everybody thinks like, oh yeah, just get in front of a camera and record some stupid videos and then you're fucking set. But it really is like a full-time, like, you need to be on top of that shit. You need to be making videos every single fucking day or every other day um, to really be on top of the fucking game. And there was there was a TMZ interview with Jake Paul. The guy walks up to him and says... Uh, some fucking weird TMZ question. How's your ice cream, Jake? Do you think you're going to be famous in 20 years? You know, like whatever the fucking. They asked the stupidest shit. Um, but he asked Jake Paul some dumb question, and then he says, like, where are you going to go in your future? And uh, Jake Paul says, you know, like, well, I'm like, this is a full time job. People look at it as as it's just a, a bunch of dumb kids doing making videos but it's really a full-time job i play a character in my videos every day and when he says that you know it's like i like okay so then what the fuck are we watching you know and i hate to even give a shit about this conversation enough to keep talking about it but it's like why would you want to take videos and play a character then you're not really doing something that you enjoy You're playing a character so people fucking like you and buy your merch and all that shit, you know? So I don't know. Maybe this is dumb. Who gives a fuck, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to play a character and I don't want to do anything that I wouldn't genuinely do every single day. So uh, that's why I I don't think I'm going to do YouTube as much. But I'm going to do videos once in a while, you know? If I come up with something that I think is going to be funny, then I'll go do it. Fuck it, you know? But I'm not going to, like, rely on that for my career or any of that. So, yeah, other than that, um, Bert Kreischer had me on his podcast about two months ago. He put me on the Ron Funches episode, and I have to give this attention because it was another thing that, like, made me, or gave me balls to do this podcast in the first place. I went to go meet him and I just showed up at his house. He was buying some shoes from me. And first of all, he was like, just came into the fucking conversation with open arms and really wanted to get to know who I was. And he was asking me a ton of questions and we got along great. And it was the first time I ever met him and like basically the first time I ever talked to him. When we were on, uh, when we were messaging each other, it was only like four messages and I was at his house. Like I got on a plane and just went there because. I just like to. I really love meeting these people in the first place. Um, So as he's asking me questions, I met his wife and I met some of his family. They're all a fucking just a beautiful family. Um, I'm sitting there talking with him in his man cave, and. As he's asking me questions, he's like, you know what, get the microphones, like, I want to record this. So I'm thinking he, like, maybe it's just a podcast fucking fetish thing that, like, when you do a podcast for so long, that, like, when you meet somebody, you want to record those conversations, you know? But he took it as far as he was like, yeah, I'm going to put you in this episode with Ron Funches. Like, you're going to have an opening segment for 20 minutes. So I was super nervous, and... Uh, you know, obviously, I feel like anybody else would be. Um, I was nervous in the fact that I was even in his fucking house in the first place. So, in that episode, I said like a lot, which kind of got annoying. I must have said the word like 75 times, which, um, I'm a little bit upset with, but at the same time, I was nervous. So, give me a fucking break, you know? But that technically was my first podcast episode. Um, and, you know, that was just, that was unreal, okay? Um, but, so there's been a ton of times where I've I've gone on these trips and I've met with these big people, or like even, regardless of how big they are, I've gone on many trips to meet people for sneakers, you know? It's been my focus of my fucking life within the past two years. And even though I post a lot of the good stuff on YouTube, or on uh, Instagram and Snapchat and all that, there, are, there have been times where it's been really shitty. Um, like when I go on these L.A. trips or New York or whatever, it's it fucking costs a lot of money because I have to go. Not only do I have to kind of go down there right away. It's like, let's say fucking Kevin Hart hits me up for shoes tomorrow. I need to make sure that I get to him in time. So it's convenient enough that he can't just go buy a pair of shoes. Like if he messaged me and said, hey, bro, I need a pair of shoes, I got to fucking get down there because what am I going to say? Like, yeah, give me three months to save up and then I'll be there. So the ticket prices and the hotels and all that are very high because it's short notice, right? Um, So it's hard to plan. Now it's been a little bit easier. But there has been a time and I'm not going to like call this rapper out, but there was a rapper that. I was supposed to, well, I actually did. I flew out there to meet him. We were going back and forth on Messenger and on Messenger. What am I, a fucking moron? Uh, On Instagram DMs. And he was telling me, you know, I really want this pair of shoes and I'll I'll post a picture of us and blah, 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 do the whole fucking promotion thing. So I was super excited and I was genuinely a fan of him. Like I messaged him just saying like, yo, bro, I'm a huge fan. Um, If you ever need anything, like I got you, feel free to check out my page. Um, and all that, so he we planned on meeting, and it was in LA, and we planned on meeting in a certain spot. So I flew down there, and um, I was down there for four days. And now he messages me and says, "I can't meet today, but I'll be able to meet tomorrow morning. Like, can you come here?" So long story short, I didn't fucking get to meet him. So uh, now I came down there with these shoes and like ready to meet him, and it didn't happen. So. That was like $2,000 just fucking whipped out the window. Um, Which, you know, you got to fucking take L's in this business. There's a lot of times... There's a lot of problems in the sneaker business that people don't really understand. Um, Like, that's one of them. But what I did in that case was I just texted another guy. I literally texted like 30 other people or DM'd them. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to fucking get something. I was doing posts on Instagram, posts on Twitter... And I actually got a hold of Adam22. He's the host of No, no Jumper Podcast, which is a huge fucking podcast on YouTube. Um, he's had Gary Vaynerchuk on there, which he's literally one of my fucking idols. I have a tattoo after Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, he's had Bad Baby, Lil Pump, um, Nick Coletti, which is another favorite one of mine, Cody Co., uh, Getter. I don't know. There's a ton of people. And he also does a lot of those like trap uh, rappers, and whatever the fuck you want to call them, that 6 9 guy, the guy who looks like a literal fucking, he looks like an asshole, okay? When I think of him, I grit my teeth, and I just want to fucking, like, hit something. I actually get fucking livid. Um, but, yeah. So, I've been blown off, and I've flown there for no reason before, um, or it ended up being for no reason. And, um, You know, people don't really, they don't fucking think of that. They think it's just like, oh, yeah, he's selling a ton of shoes. He must be making a ton of money. There's a lot of fucked up stuff that doesn't go on, you know. Um, When I was younger, I was, I think I was 14 or 15, and it was one of my first deals I was ever doing, and I'm in the suburbs of Chicago, so I went to a bad area, and um, I was just very money hungry, like I was a greedy little fuck. You know, just like you'd expect, if it's a fifteen hundred dollar deal, when you're fourteen years old and you can make fifteen hundred dollars in one day, it's kind of like you get fucking erect about it. You know, you get like, I gotta fucking get this cash for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was spending money on, but I um, I met this guy and he, it was like kind of a genius setup. I had my friend drive me there, and he drove me down, and now he. Like I pull up to the side of this house, or I—it was actually at a Walgreens. And then he texts me and he was like, "Yo, meet me down the road. Like my t- my fucking car tire blew out or something. I don't know, some excuse." So I was like, "Okay, whatever." And I didn't really realize I was on fucking 69th and Normal Boulevard, but I wasn't really there. I was in a bad neighborhood, but not that bad. Um, I go down, and it's three guys that get out of the car, and one of them walks up to the car and is on the pa- or on the driver's seat. Like okay, god damn it, on the driver's side of the car. So he's blocking in my friend from getting out of the car. And then two of them come up to me. So one of them is like looking at the shoes and the belts. It was like five things that they were buying. It was like two belts and some shoes or something. And uh, I don't know. He fucking. Hold, I was starting to get out of the car because I was gonna like, I don't know, show him everything. And then he holds a gun to my fucking head. And he said something like, if you have a problem with it, like, say something now. I don't really remember how it went, but um, I was like, no, dude, I don't have a fucking problem. Just take the shit. So then they take the stuff and they run off and they dropped like three of the, the items when they were running. So I, I went, and go, went to pick them up and then I sold those and made some of my money back. But in that moment, when somebody's got a fucking gun to your head, you kind of think like, you know what? They're just shoes. You know, what if I just wore fucking Vans instead? And what if none of this happened? You know, I could have literally been shot because of me wearing some fucking shoes and selling some shoes. So now my business has changed a lot, which, and that, that happening is kind of what made me think like, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it big. It's not going to just be like me selling to random people in Chicago that I don't fucking know if I could trust. Um, I figured I have to go after these celebrities. I have to get some high profile people next to my name and if they like sponsor me or post about me or we get pictures together, that's going to help my business in the long run because it's going to kind of filter out people that are trying to fucking shoot me for a pair of shoes um and probably send some more legit people my way. So now it's like I'll do some meetups here and there if it's in a mall or in a police station or whatever. But my a majority, 80% of my business is you send the money first, I send you the shoes. And, you know, people message me on Instagram a lot and they'll say like, well, why am I going to send you the shoes? Or, okay, I fucked it up. They'll say, why am I going to send you the money if I don't get the shoes yet? And it's the same thing if you order something from Amazon. They don't fucking send you your grape fucking buy juice in the mail first and then you pay them. Whatever you're ordering, whether it's groceries or shoes, you, you have to pay first. And now it's like if pe like I used to just say, okay, um I'll ship the same day as you, let's FaceTime and blah blah blah. And then I would end up getting fucked anyways. So now it's just you gotta send the money first. I'll get you your shoes. If you don't believe me, then don't buy shoes for me. Or go to fucking flight club and pay eight hundred dollars more. It's like I'm trying to do you guys a favor, you know? So, that was good. Um, you know, people always ask me what, I go, like, what got me into shoes. And it really was just like when I was younger, I liked to wear nice clothes. And when you have a face like mine, I don't really have the, the best face. You know, my teeth are kind of fucked up. I, it looks like my face got shot with a BB gun. Because when you're 19 years old, you have fucking acne. Um, and mine is not even like pointy or like over-the-skin acne it's just like under the skin, so it, I don't want to gross you out. You're, maybe you're eating, so sorry about that. But basically my face looks like shit, so I had to um, so insecure, you know. I had to fucking sell shoes, or not sell shoes. I had to wear shoes in order to like get people to, to look at my, my other features, you know. I figured my face is a 7. How about I wear a fucking 10 outfits, and then I'll be good. You know, I used when I was in seventh grade, I would wear purple jumpsuits, yellow jumpsuits, red. There was like Y M C M B ones, which is uh, Lil Wayne's like rap group. I would wear those. <laughs> I don't know. I dressed like a fucking moron. It now that I think of it. But you know, I was seventh. So I was in seventh grade, so I was like, "Fucking, what's up, girls? Do you guys want to come back to my place, or, or I, I guess fucking meet me at recess?" Um, I was I was a stud, dude. I actually didn't really get that many girls when I was that young, um, but I think the outfits helped. Okay, um, and then I started getting shoes, and I would wear my first—the first pair of shoes that I ever wore that I really liked and that I bought myself um, was—they were called Vlado Footwear, V L A D O. You don't have to look them up; they look like fucking shit. But those were the first pair that I really started collecting. They were like middle or high top. I don't know why I said middle, mid or high top, like, skate shoes, and they would be all gray, all yellow, like, just fucking decked out in one color. That was it. Like, you dipped the shoe in fucking paint. Um, And that was the first shoe that I had, like, maybe 10 or 15 pairs of. And when I started selling shoes in, like, freshman year of high school, I remember there was this kid named, uh, I don't even remember his name. It was, like, Maurice or something. I don't know what his name was, but... He was like a, th- like a thug. Like, this kid was jacked out of his fucking mind, and he just looked like a badass. And, and I already knew that, like, I mean, he might have been in a gang or something, but um, he would always eyeball me, and it would scare the shit out of me. Like, he would stare at me like, I'm going to take those shoes off and beat your skinny little white ass, you know? So I'd always get scared. So one day I just faced my fears, and I walked up to him and I was like, hey, bro, like, you're always looking at my shoes. What the fuck is up? I didn't really say that. I said, like, dude, you're so cool. Like, do you want a free pair of shoes? So I actually hooked him up. I didn't give him a free pair, but I gave him a pair of shoes that was, like, $100. I gave him for, like, 25 bucks, And it was basically saying, like, you fucking got my back now. And I never said it like that. It was just, like, I'm going to hook you the fuck up. But he was like, damn, bro, like that's fucking dope. You hooked me the fuck up. And then every single day after school, or not after school, every single day in gym class, we would talk and we would hang out. And I basically paid for my first fucking friend. You know? He was kind of a bodyguard, kind of a friend, but... Probably more of a bodyguard But if if something went wrong I would literally tell him Like in school There was a time where This kid skimped me And he like shorted me 50 bucks I literally went to this kid And I was like bro You gotta help me out Like this kid fucking has my money He went up to the kid Got my fucking money for me And I, I just set it up You know There was also another kid Named Darius Which fucking shout out to Darius He's a great guy um, And he helped me out a lot too It's like when I was being When I was young You know uh, when I was 14 years old, I didn't really have... After getting robbed, I didn't have any fucking idea, like, how to do deals. So I had to make deals with the kids in my school and uh, make sure I didn't get fucking robbed again. So I did that. Um, that was good. And, yeah, so my point of that was there's good and bad parts to selling shoes. Um, so the point of this podcast, if you're wondering, it's not only going to be about shoes... Um, it's gonna be eventually just about my fucking life. I'm gonna have a lot of people on here. There will be guests. I'm having Poody on here in the end of May. I'm gonna record in the middle of May, but it probably won't post till the end. Um, Daniel Levy and Sam Lerner will be on. Sam Lerner's an actor in the Goldbergs, and he was in, just in the movie Truth or Dare. He's a fucking hilarious... He's actually blowing, blowing up right now. I met him when he was at, like... Five thousand Instagram followers, and we became friends and started hanging out, and then now he's at like fifty thousand within I don't even know two months. Um, and Daniel Levy is the writer of the movie the Go- the movie The Goldbergs. Wait till he hears this, and he goes, "Hey, what the fuck?" Um, Daniel is the I don't know why I can't talk right now Daniel is the writer of the fucking TV show The Goldbergs, okay Sorry, Sam Lerner got a really good promo right there Dan, I fucked yours up, buddy But, I I don't know, I was just stuttering Okay Um, Yeah, so it's not only going to be about shoes I'm going to set it up so at the end of every episode Like the last 10 minutes Will be about actual Shoe releases that are coming out Or my thoughts, or whatever the fuck You know um, that way, people could listen to the podcast, and if you're not a fan of sneakers, then at that moment, you could just turn it off and be like, fuck this, I don't want to hear that part. Here's where we get into that sh- sneaker part, okay? So the Homage to Homes just released, that's a retro one. I don't know if it's Homage to Home or Homage to Home, it's H-O-M-A-G-E, Whatever the f- however you say that, okay? Now, there's a numbered pair, or a numbered release, which is 2,300 pairs, all numbered, and those are going for, like, $1,400 right now, which is fucking bonkers. And then there's unnumbered pairs, which are going for, like, 750 If you If you don't know what the shoe is, it's a retro one. Half of it is white, red, and black, and the other half is just red and black. It's a bred one and a Chicago one mixed. And they only came out in Chicago, to my knowledge. They might have came out in other places. I don't fucking know. But I think they're only a Chicago-only release. And... Um, I had them in hand, Uh, Ron Funches actually ordered a pair from me, which I'm fucking super hyped, because those are going to look awesome on him, and I'm happy that he has the money to wear them, and I fucking don't. So, they're, I don't know, they're really nice, and the quality's good, and they're half and half, I like them a lot. Chris D'Elia, when I sent him a picture of them, he said that they looked like the, or he actually just responded with a picture of that two-faced guy, from the fucking Batman series. I don't know. I think his name is Two-Face. Whoever the guy is that is half red and half white. He sent me a picture of that and basically said fuck you to those shoes. But I think they're really nice. The quality fucking unreal. But if you're going to buy them, wait until like the end of May. Because the numbered pairs will probably always be at like 1000 to $1,500. But the unnumbered pairs are supposed to re-release. So, those will probably drop to like four or 500. And if they don't, then that's fucking dumb. Okay? And that's all. The other pair that released recently was the Yeezy 500 Blush. Um, these are like a dad shoe. I actually have these in my hand right now. They're cool, you know, they're suede on the top. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think they're that cool. I know a lot of people are fans of them. Crystalia ordered a pair. So if you're a bandwagon and you don't have any fucking mind of your own, and you're just like, dude, if he got them, I got to fucking get them, um, then, you know, you, you got to get them. But they're the only easy that you could get, like, super, super close to retail, um, other than the Calabasas pair. Um, you could get these blushes right now for, like, 300 bucks, um, depending on your size. Maybe I don't know. Maybe two fifty if you're like a ten and a half or an eleven. Sorry, I was drinking my water. I don't know what to do when I drink water. I feel like I should play a fucking sound because you don't have to hear the fucking. So sorry about all that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the five hundreds, they're cool. Get them now because they will be like five hundred dollars by July. Same thing as the Wave Runner. The Wave Runner released, and they were like, f- no, not fourteen. They were like a thousand to twelve hundred. And they shot up in the market and then they re-released them, they dropped to like 350 and now they're on their way back up to like 550 600. So I don't know Yeezy is weird right now because the whole year of 2018, they haven't really released shit. you know there's been like there was the 500s and the, I think that was I think that was it. and the calabases there was no V2s there was there was nothing. Yeezy has not really done shit this year. Um And Jordans have had the bread toes, the Alternate Royals, which even though they don't go for a lot of money, it was a big release. Um, They've had this five-pack that's coming out, or the four-pack that's coming out, which is like the clay greens, the yellow, the red, whatever the fucking pack is called. I don't even know what it's called. They're like suede on the back. They're all black toes. Um, What else is there? I don't know. Jordan's just kicking Adidas' ass this whole year so far. So nobody gives a shit about Yeezys right now, and the market's super low on them. So if you want V2s, if you want, you know, Wave Runners or Dad Shoes or Calabasas even, you should probably get them now because next year, there's no way that Jordan's going to have this shitty of a year, and then Adidas is also going to not release shit. Plus, Kanye West is back on Twitter now, which is annoying as shit, but he's probably going to be posting a lot about shoes, and he's going to really tie people back in, to giving a shit about Adidas, uh, Yeezys. So, yeah, if you're gonna buy Yeezys, buy them now. But if you wanna buy a good-looking shoe and you have some extra money, always stay stay with Retro 1s, Retro 3s, Retro 11s. You can't go wrong. There's a ton of shit releasing this year, too. Um, those Think 1s, or whatever the fuck they're called, Kai 1s, um, they're not, they're definitely not called Kai 1s. But they're Think 1s. They're silver, they're, like, chrome all over. Those come out tomorrow... And those are going to be absolutely fucking beautiful in hand. I already know. I'm going to have a ton of pairs of those as well. So if you want to buy some, uh, DM me on Instagram. I got to give myself a little promo here. What else did I want to talk about? I got these. I'm trying to write down notes because I'm very ADD brain. Just fucking talk about anything. Um, Oh, okay. So this is a comment that is going around on kind of on Twitter and on Instagram. It's not like trending. It's just... Within the sneaker community, um, Sean Witherspoon is the owner of Round 2. He released the Sean Witherspoon Air Max 97s this year, and which is one of the best shoes of the fucking year, which is another reason why Nike is shitting on Adidas right now. But Sean Witherspoon commented on a picture, and he said, I sit behind... I'm reading this word for word, so I'm not just, like, bullshitting. I sit behind... a." a counter all day from Friday. I don't know. He didn't fucking stutter like I did. So let's redo this and I'm not going to stutter. Oh my God. My life's a disaster right now. Okay. He says, I sit behind a buying counter all day from Friday to Sunday in Hollywood, California. You would never believe the amount of fake shoes I see coming from StockX. They're an absolute plague to the world. I hate everything about them. At StockX, you suck. Hopefully, someone on your mile-long payroll has the job of reading through your social media and sees this. Take your investors somewhere else. So, if you don't know what StockX is, it's basically like it just tells you the market on every shoe. You know. So, let's say these uh, homage to homes right now. People can sell them. It's like an auction. Um, or you can buy them on there, which usually the price is pretty high. But I mean, if you like really stay watching StockX prices, you'll get a steal every th- like one like now and then. There'll be there was like homage to homes that sold for $600 when they were going for and still are a thousand plus. You know what I mean? Somebody will just list them for a thousand and then it's up to the world to fucking keep bidding. But if they accept that bid, then you get the pair. You know, it's like a, it's like a way better version of eBay. Um, But they the thing is that they buy shoes from people like they don't really hold their own inventory, so they're just a huge middleman service. So StockX buys shoes from people and then sells them. So they buy I, it's kind of hard to explain because they don't really buy the shoes, but it's like you send your shoes to StockX, okay, and then the high you get matched with the highest bidder, and then you get that bidder's money. And StockX ships them out. StockX takes a cut from it. So let's say you you sell your shoes for five hundred bucks, you probably clear four. I think you'd clear four thirty five or something like that. Um, So yeah, but Sean Witherspoon's basically saying fuck StockX. They have a ton of fake shit. Like. Watch out what you're buying, which is pretty good for my business because I am just like a local seller or not local seller. I'm just a sole proprietorship, whatever the fuck. I'm on my own. Um, And if you want shoes, you get them from me, and it's not from StockX. And all of my shoes, if you request it or without request most of the time, have the receipt with them, and 100% of my shoes are legit. And if there was ever a time where I sold a fake pair, I would refund it immediately, give you an amazing discount on your next pair, or send you a real pair for a discounted price. Like, I would cover it, you know? I've never ran into that, but if it happens, I'm, I'm not a fucking piece of shit. Where StockX, if you get a fake pair, even if it's fucked up, because they authenticate them in their – and I'm, putting, I'm doing quotes with my hands when I say this um, – They check them and legit check them or whatever, but then they send them out and they put a tag on them. So you know that this tag, if it's taken off, they're not from StockX or the person took it off. If there is a tag on there, it's right from StockX. Nobody else could put that on but them. And if you get a fake pair... Like and you know that they're fake, you could call them. They literally won't take them back. They're like, oh, you took the tag off. And even if the tag's still on, like 99% of the time, they'll reject your pairs. There's no refunds. There's no exchanges because it's like they can't determine what the fuck you paid because there's so many like pairs going online, I guess is the reason why. But that's pretty fucked up. So if you buy from StockX, um, first of all, if you buy from StockX, definitely DM me because... Most of the time, I could beat their prices. Um, and also, if you want to guarantee real shit, also, don't go to StockX because it's probably not your best place. The best place to go, other than me, um, if you want, like, legit shoes every single time and you just have, like, a fuckload of money, is uh, Stadium Goods or Flight Club. Like, those are the two big places in L.A. that you could go. I think in New York as well. Um that like those are the biggest places that you could go to and always guarantee a legit pair. They have like maybe one out of every million pairs. They have a fucking fake issue with or there's a flaw in them or whatever. But yeah, so uh, way too much talking about one fucking subject, right? So I'm gonna end this podcast here. Thank you guys for listening. I plan on doing this two times a week. Uh, my uploads are gonna be a little fucked up in the beginning. Like today's the twenty. What's today again? The 25th? Today's the 27th. This will probably go up the 29th to the 30th. But I'm going to plan on two episodes a week, whether it's Sunday and Friday or, I don't know, Monday and Thursday, something. We'll get there when we fucking get there, all right? Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, let's, I'm going to roll a dope fucking EDM song that's going to play right now as like an outro. Okay, ready? Here it is.